0: Now we return you to the test card and some music. Hello and welcome to The Pilot Take 102, a weekly podcast reviewing the
1: pilot episodes of television shows,
0: Past and
1: Present. He is Jed Shepherd, And that guy there is RJ the third Otherwise known as Rob Jelly the third Otherwise known as Rob Jelly the third <laughs> Couldn't think of another one You have
0: to say it three times now I my I'm, like, I'm like
1: Rumpelstiltskin <laughs> Yeah, I'll say it three times you appear And you have appeared I have appeared,
0: I am here Present at Post Pop HQ Yeah,
1: got the ready, candles going Ready to
0: chat about two more shows We've got two candles on the go I've got a frozen vanilla Coke <laughs> def- <about> Defrosting <laughs> itself <laughs> It's very weird.
1: I was like, Rob, do you want this with the Coke? Yeah, I'll have it. Uh, By the way, it's frozen.
0: (laughs) Sorry. Entire thing was frozen. It is slowly defrosting itself by the end of the episode. It should be
1: drinkable. (laughs) Um, How are you, Squire? I'm really good, thanks. I'm um, just tired, really. Yeah. Just busy doing stuff. Um, Going to premieres. Is it these big
0: American TV and film execs keeping you up in the middle of the night?
1: Yeah, that and uh, writing stuff and other podcast type stuff and... (laughs) There's so much going on. Yeah, Many, many things. Yeah. Well, I'm
0: tired just because I get up at stupid o'clock in the morning. I you do. And, uh,
1: I'm not jealous of that whatsoever. No, you shouldn't be. Your body clock is basically just on the fritz.
0: I mean, psychologists would have a field day with me. They probably would. Yeah. Why do you do it,
1: Rob? Because uh, it's fun.
0: <laughs> what, talking to yourself in a padded room?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In the van. It's good people half asleep. What, what, what did that guy just say?
0: Oh, this morning. Right, so on this morning show, um, now bear in mind we record this and it's released about a week or so more in advance. So um, a, couple of week, a couple of weeks back, I'm in the middle of a link, right? Now in my head, I had this perfect analogy for what I was trying to get at, right? Now, I'll paint the scene for you. I'll, okay. I'll tell the, the sort of analogy, and you'll you'll be able to picture exactly what I'm describing <laughs> <Okay>. fairly quickly. <laughs> right, right. Do you remember as a child, you used to go to the seaside, mm-hmm. and after you come out of the, the sea, yeah. you're really wet, so you're getting dry, and your mum or dad would hold up the towel around you so yeah. you'd get changed from the beach, right? Nothing complicated about that description at all is there. No. And you can vividly picture yeah. it, even if you don't remember yourself ever having done it, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yep.
0: Now... I can't remember why I was telling that analogy, okay? And the problem was halfway through telling it, I forgot why I was telling it. <laughs> then I forgot what I was trying to say as well, so I completely asked about face the the explanation, okay? Then I had to use my old my my trick tactic, which is. Produce myself live on air in a third person sense. Yeah. Right. So I occasionally go, Rob, what are you going on about? And I go, do you know what? I'm glad you said that because I've lost track of my thought. And <laughs> what I was trying to do was compare something. I don't know what it was to, you know, when your dad holds the towel up around you on the beach and you're trying to get changed. I'm, yeah. I'm like, I'm like the dad holding the towel around you. And I was like, Rob, this is sounding weirder by the moment. And I'm having this whole discussion with myself on air. <laughs> And at this point, someone had walked into our control room and was looking at me as if to say, "Should I call HR or the you know the men He's in white it. jackets?"
1: Um, I would just say, in those the moments, I would say, if it was a live show, I would just say, uh, "I'll just." It fix was that. live. Yeah, I'll say I'll fix and post and just continue on.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Sometimes I use the whole like, "I oh, will edit that bit out later." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but
1: yeah, just.
0: And I and then I, got, I had to start explaining that this is what your brain does at like four twenty-five in the morning. God, it just yeah. it just has moments of not operating properly. Yeah, so you're half
1: asleep, probably. we're all in it together. Yeah. You know, yeah.
0: we're, we're, whether you're working on the emergency services and you're on call or you're working on the radio, <laughs> we all have those moments where your brain just doesn't function properly. And most people get away with it because they're not broadcasting their thoughts out loud.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, on the other hand, do that on a daily basis. Wow. It must be quite quite exciting,
0: though. Oh, that's why I love doing it. Yeah, it's the exact reason why I love being live. Yeah, and I can't do pre-recorded shows because it just doesn't feel right. Yeah.
1: How long have you been doing radio now? All told. Yeah.
0: Oh, blimey, that's a good question. Twelve years now. Nice. it would be my twelfth year. Yeah, in 2019, year. twenty nineteen would be twelfth years. Two thousand seven I started. Because I was just
1: dipping and out of it. I've I've done like. Three or four different radio shows Mm. on different uh, stations. Well, Um, I discovered the other day um, with some sort of admin tool
0: that the BBC has that I have had mm -hmm. or I have got uh, 860-something unique IDs for my BBC Sounds page. So I've done 860 shows in technicality. On the BBC. That doesn't include all the stuff I did before that with community radio and hospital yeah. radio and student radio and such like that. Over
1: 860 shows. And guys, at least a dozen of them are decent. As oh, well. I
0: I know, <laughs> wouldn't quite go that far. I would say about seven of them were of a better than average quality, you know.
1: Two of them were actually great. Yeah. Those are, I don't know which two they were. <laughs> one of them was the one I was on the other day. Yeah, yeah, one of them was with
0: the monkey tennis boys. So that might have been uh, why that happened. Um and the other one I think I might have sneezed on air, so, which apparently is illegal. Who knows? That's what you pay your licence fee for. Absolutely it is. Um, but listen, we could rabbit on about our delusional <laughs> brains all afternoon, but we have two more shows to compare. Yes, uh, we Two do. more shows to go into our ultimate league table on our quest to find the greatest pilot episode of television ever made. Rob, do you
1: think it's going to be t- today? Today's the day that we find...
0: I've got a feeling. Really? Yeah. Ooh. In the words of Will I Am and the Black Eyed yeah. Peas, I've got a feeling. Ooh,
1: ooh, yeah, ooh, ooh indeed. Right, so we've got cracking. First. Yes, um, and the first show that we are looking at today is the very political, yet comedic. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. Yes, Minister. <laughs> Minister, I have never seen this show ever before. I was aware of this show and the sequel, which is, yes, Prime Minister. Yep. Uh, I guess he gets to be Prime Minister. Um, but I just knew it's in the, in the zeitgeist. I, I hear reference quite a lot. Yeah. Um, but I was always of the impression this is not for me. This is, yes, about politics might be interesting, but it's of a time that i want nothing to do with
0: yeah and 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 uh, very little pull of interest to sort of yeah. investigate it exactly. actively in otherwise so um just a quick re- reference before you yeah. go into explaining what the show was about um to the person who uh, signed up to twitter to tell us about this suggestion oh, yeah, yeah. with the other show we're doing as well today yeah thank you very much mm-hmm. um it's very very kind of who you. who was it, it again um uh, m smalley oh you remember or, or, or ms Malley? i'm not sure yeah I, I, you know I, who you are Thank yeah. you Thank you very much It <laughs> really is very kind of you um, And please feel free to suggest more in future Yeah um,
1: And for anyone else We will give you the details of how to do that at the end Yeah um, so, this, so this show I kind of realised Oh well it's about kind of the Thatcher era um, And things are going on So it might be kind of interesting In a kind of like a hate watch type of way um, So first up we get this theme song Which is It's a little bit Mary Poppins it kind of is, and I feel like I know this from somewhere. I, like there must be words, and no, it's it's originally written for the um, for the show, and you can actually listen to it on on the BBC Music page or Sounds page. Yeah, the UK Symphony Orchestra uh, performs it. Um, Does it set the tone for you? Yeah, it does. It's catchy as well. Yeah, it does for me. It's catchy, and like uh, the images that go alongside the kind of like the horns and stuff are just kind of like illustrations, like like those political illustrations you get in newspapers and broadsheets yeah. and stuff. Which Very is- sort of
0: satire. There's lots of sort of a yeah. feel of satire. So I think straight away, if you weren't sure whether this was like a drama or almost a, or a documentary, yeah, you, you're quickly, you know, told this
1: is going to be some fun. Exactly. Well. Then it then it starts and I was like I couldn't understand the tone of it because I was like okay it's going to be a house of Commons, it's going to be someone like that it's it's like a sitcom it starts off like like um, one foot in the grave it does it's like a grumpy guy sitting by the phone and his wife coming in and nagging him every five minutes
0: well this is so you've jumped ahead to a little bit of the cold opening which is the oh, little right. vote yeah, 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 and, yeah. The, and the counts and then there's like a narration over the top before the intro like the the title sequence sort of kicks in yeah um so at first it's you know you'd be you wouldn't be um, sort of mistaken for thinking, oh, this is a serious show. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, you know, whatever. And then obviously get, you get to the point. Ah, oh, okay, this is going to be a with light eye And then you say, you bet you pan into the the
1: living room, and he sat by the phone like a grumpy old man. Yeah, basically the the opposition have got into power, and uh, which means that our guy, our um, main protagonist, was Jim Hacker. He is essentially, he gets elevated to the House of Lords as, as a minister. Um, and he knows, he doesn't know what he's doing, really. Mm-hmm. He hasn't got really a clue. Um, so his, his title, he gets kind of promoted to, is the Minister for Administrative, Administrative Affairs, yeah, as if he's so. Um, but while he's waiting to get that, that news, he's at home um, answering the phone. He's waiting for this important call from the Prime this Minister. This the day after the general election. Yeah. So he's expecting it. He's heard his mates have got all got calls and he's waiting for the call and his wife's coming in and just like like, see this this really like paid me off oh really but yeah right okay picture this right you're getting like a phone call from the prime minister right yeah you're by the phone you're like this is so important and you're like can, can you can you pop to the shop for me why don't you go for yourself woman he's waiting for a call from the prime minister she, she's like no if i'll, it's ta- really I'll take, you up, didn't it? I'll, take I'll, I'll take a message I'll, I'll take a message for you can you go to the shop for me He's waiting for a call from the Prime Minister. Why are you sending them off to the shops? This is not only like important it's it's the thing that pays for all the stuff that you buy from the shops. Why don't you go to the shops? um I was just like see now you you've taken it that way,
0: which is fair enough but i i kind of saw her as being the sort of calming. Presence The one that sort of says, "Look, just calm down, you know they have your number, and if they can't get through they can 't get through they'll phone back because this is a basementment you've got to remember this is based in a time where you know you couldn't have like call waiting and By it wouldn't miles, yeah. uh, and things like that you know this was landline only and one line at a time type thing, so if you phoned and someone was already on the line, yeah. it would just be engaged, yeah, um and there was probably no voicemail at this point either so it's a time when people are like, well, oh, it's engaged. Oh, I'll phone back in five minutes. It's fine. You know, like you would, like you would, yeah. you know, and if it's a matter of like employing someone into the cabinet of the government, yeah, you know, all right, you don't get through. Fair enough. I'll phone back in five minutes. I'll phone the next person on the list. Then I'll go back. You know, it's not, <laughs> no, I-, I think she's just trying to keep him like chilled out because he's a proper uptight guy.
1: But this is, this is important. Not only to him, it's to the country as well. And, he, and she knows that um but maybe you're right maybe maybe i am villainizing her a little bit too much but she was annoying um she was written to be annoying i feel um but yeah so so he gets the call and he knows what job he's got and then fast forward to he's been shown around his new uh office essentially yeah um he is so again he is the Minister for Administrative Affairs. And again, what does that even mean? I was just like, is that real? And I found out it's not a real job. It's not a real department. There's two departments called that, the BBC. Is there
0: really? <laughs> no, it probably isn't, but
1: <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. It really wouldn't. You're walking to work tomorrow. Hi, guys. Um, by the way, do you know I'm the Minister of Administrative Affairs? Hi, oh, yeah, Cool. <laughs> get us some more pencils, please. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we see him in this kind of plush office, and he's there with his, his, his friend um, yep. who is. Um, he's basically his PR guy, isn't it? Um, he's essentially a guy that kind of helps him. And Frank, yeah, Frank Weasel, um, Weasel, Weasel, yeah, and who uh, follows him around everywhere. He's His political advisor um, and helps him. So when he gets shown into into his new office, um, they get he gets separated from Weasel. Weasel yeah. gets shown to the waiting room basically because they want to. Uh, I tell you who what his exact name is. It's Sir Humphrey Appleby. who's essentially the Moriarty type character. He's a kind of the snake Ooh, in the grass. Nice comparison. Yeah. So he, he there's new ministers come into play, and he's, he's almost like the second in command. This Sir Humphrey Appleby. Um, he's called a permanent secretary under the minister, and he kind of wants to get his claws into a hacker um, away from his uh, his advisor, because his advisor might figure yep. out that. Sir Humphrey Appleby is it's going kind to stitch of, up. Is this a snake? Yeah. Um. So the, the I mean, this is. it's gonna But to be, I, I liked the fact that what the whole time that he
0: was being sort of snakeish. Yeah. It was very evident to the audience. Yeah. You know. So I liked the fact that they let you in on the fact they let you in on it. Yeah. Uh, early doors, rather than it just being subtle and sly and having you work it out because of the satirical nature of it and the, yeah. f- and the sort of comedic nature of the show. It's they kind of just allow you straight into it and go like. So, you know, it's it's fairly obvious here, you know, that this is what's happening. Um, yeah. And, you know, it, it's obviously just that um, he doesn't know that he's being set up yeah
1: and this episode's called open government because this is one of the policies that the minister wants to bring um, in his new job basically a transparent government where everything shady that is going on will be transparent everything good they do will be transparent open book yeah exactly but then Sir Humphrey Appleby his permanent secretary is like no not everything needs to be open yeah and like someone says to him well the, the it's a democracy people should have an open transparent government and like he's like the the people don't know what they want (laughs) they're idiots yeah exactly and i i can see that i I think most people in this country are quite ignorant to what's going on and the less they know the better i don't think he should be that transparent because if you see all the gears working
0: oh yeah it's like you don't really need to know how your dinner's made in a restaurant yeah you know as long as it comes out tastes great exactly looks fine you know, and I'm not. No, that's just an example. I'm not trying to say you spit your dinner and things like that. But you know, <laughs> you, you don't need to know how it's made. Yeah, it's exactly. it's not important. You
1: don't need to know the the pig's life story before you eat bacon. Yeah, um, yeah. So this whole episode is about kind of like convincing the minister that an open government isn't the good thing, and they do it in such a clever, sneaky way. Yeah, they do it. They make him realize, come to the realization himself by setting him up essentially. Mm-hmm. Basically, they say that. um they plan um, uh, an invoice in the political advisor's pile of work. And again, this it's is in Frank's pile as well. Yeah, Frank Weasel. Um, Weasel. And he comes running up to the minister, like, look, I found this invoice. It seems like we are paying 10 million to the Americans for these um, computer consoles, and we make them here, right here. This is going to be an absolute scandal. We need to, like, expose this. We need to be transparent and, like, tell the press, tell the prime minister, tell everyone that we are stopping this transaction to America and we're putting it back onto British soil. Seems a bit fair, everything seems right. And then the, the And they sn- let him do it. Yeah. And basically the snake's like, Are you sure? Are you sure? Um and basically it goes ahead and it and the Prime Minister ends up being really peed off because um the American English relations need to be good for, uh, for an upcoming meeting. Um so the Prime Minister's angry at the Minister. Um but and because they think it's gone to the press as well. So yeah. it turns out that But he's uh, actually
0: more angry almost at Humphrey because he He's the one that's sort of been there before, and he should have yeah. been the one that guided the new minister through yeah. the process and exactly. such. Exactly.
1: But luckily, Sir Humphrey <coughs> Appleby, being the kind of conniving, clever guy he is, it's like, well, I didn't actually give the press release to the to the press. Um, that's my bad. Uh, which is... But, uh, but
0: actually, that means everyone's okay, because no one's actually seen it.
1: Yeah, no one knows about this un- one so they've they kind of got a pass. Um and that's kind of where the episode kind of ends. And I was and I was so keen to find out what happens because it seems like Sir Humphrey Appleby is essentially the most powerful person in this in this office.
0: He certainly has the most knowledge, doesn't yeah. he? And he's able to control everything
1: in yeah. his own way. And it kind of ends like, with Jim Hacker kind of being his puppet, kind of nodding, like, yeah, yeah, okay, anything. Um, so it's it's quite interesting. And, like, and like, we discussed before this show. Um, we think this is kind of what happens now. People in power yeah. essentially. Puppets to the people around them, and because
0: I suspect you know, and and to try not to make this too serious a subject, because you know it could be quite easily go on for hours talking about it. But you know, hacker goes in; he's been newly sort of promoted from his pr- former role to now the minister of administrative affairs yep. and he's thinking right okay well i've got all these great ideas and i want to streamline the whole process there's too much red tape and things like that and i think we all would feel that exact same way if we were get you know a sort of um promoted into a position of authority where we could make decisions we'd yeah. all none of us like red tape none of us like you know untold amounts of paperwork and <laughs> and having to go through long convoluted processes to get something very simple done you know you just want to get something straightforward done just do it don't have a meeting about the meeting you need to have to, yeah. you know, fill in the form that needs to go to the person over another department to okay to come back to approve the meeting that's need to be had with the people that need to agree in the meeting that needs to be had for the approval of the form and the meeting.
1: You know, you're going to get called from the BBC tomorrow. Yeah, I'm I know. We like, heard uh, <clears had> that <throat> podcast. Um.
0: Yeah, but it's, uh, but I think, I think there's probably too much of that wherever you go and whatever yeah. walk of life you're involved. And I think actually, if we all had a position, we'd all feel like, no, Listen, we need we need to be open, we need to be honest about it. If you're open and honest, people have more trust in you. Mm-hmm. They will allow you a bit more freedom to make better decisions, and that makes sense. Of yes. course it does.
1: And there's a lot of um, <clears throat> there's a lot of kind of comparisons between this show and a lot of the um, other kind of political shows, the it, which we'll get onto a bit later. Mm. Um, but like I've this is probably the earliest uh, kind of political thing show that I've seen, and I think it. It was entertaining. Like, it was more entertaining yeah. than I thought it would be, um, and like the casting was brilliant. It was like these guys it is very felt good. really like politicians, and yeah, um, and very, very. It's good. very,
0: very cleverly written as well. Um, written by Anthony J. Jonathan Lynn as well as yeah. others. Twenty um, fifth of February nineteen eighty to be clear. Open. Oh, yeah, so open government is the title of the first episode, uh, so and it was that called. For and it was called Yes Minister, so. Uh, but it then evolves into being yes, prime minister, yeah. um, which is where the suggestion came from. Um, but it's it, it's genius bit of writing, you know, the phone thing going back to the very start. You know, there's a sort of relay of phone calls coming through, and he answers it, and he's <laughs> he's being ever so polite and official when he answers the phone, and then realises it's not the prime minister. So he's you know, in the most British and polite way possible, sort of saying, "Get off the phone. I'm waiting for an important <laughs> phone call."
1: Yeah,
0: um, which is a skill most of us don't. Have any more because we don't need to because your phone sort of just vibrates and and you go, Oh, I've got another call coming, and then you can almost <laughs> put the call on hold and answer the other phone, you know. And it's very clever, technology's evolved a lot in this, this day and age, yeah. but there's a very clever sort of sequence of the phone answering, um, BBC PM questions, phones to have a chat with uh, hacker about what position he might get. The wife answers it, she happens to only use the letters PM. Um, and he thinks it's actually the PM on the phone, it's not as a producer from the BBC. And, and, funny, and there's a yeah. little, little farcical bits like that through, sewn in throughout the episode, yeah. which really carry it along and, and genuinely make you smile out, you know, smile or, or chuckle out loud.
1: This, um, the th- the most interesting thing I find about <coughs> this mm. is like one of the people you said that it was created by Anthony J and Jonathan Lynn. Now Anthony J didn't really go on; he's actually now dead, unfortunately. But uh, Jonathan Lynn is is alive and well. He's uh, only seventy six, but he uh, went on to do uh, a run of comedy films. Um, okay, one of them being and this is, he directed them as well. Uh, he wrote and produced and directed "Nuns on the Run." You know that film. You don't know Nuns on the Run. No. Nuns on the Run is the film with uh, Robbie Coltrane and Eric Idle, who dressed up, because they're on the run from, I think, the mob or someone, so they dress up like nuns. Is that a sequel to Sister Act or something? It's similar to Sister Act, actually. (laughs) Um, And he also did My Cousin Vinny, which won an Oscar. Right, okay. Um, and My Cousin Man is one of the funniest films ever, so that's crazy. He went from Yes Minister to, to That. Mm. Um, yeah, so um, very talented guy, so it comes with, with great pedigree, um, this show. Um, the kind of overall thing that I kind of have to say about this show is it's a little bit dated. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. I think the scandals... So they presented the scandal of the invoice as like a big scandal. It's going to rock the world. Yeah, I think they right now the government would wish they had something as small as that. <laughs> this country is in so much more of a mess than it was back then. Like an invoice.
0: Yeah, but how? how uh, whilst I agree that it is dated, it looks very dated uh, because of the quality of the film. Yeah, this shot um, on that video or something. And, you know, everything about it is very, very much set in the time it's set. And it's yep. very obvious of that. Um, but actually, some of it's so relevant to today. Yeah. In the sense that, you know, there's lots of new faces going into political positions and, um, you know, we, we, when we've just had lots of local elections, local council elections, um, and quite a lot of the big party seats have completely changed hands and they haven't even gone to the opposition. They've gone to Fair independence, party yeah. Green Party, um, you know, other parties, sort of smaller parties are starting to get more traction now. And it's a massive shift in, in political sort of favour, uh, I think. Um, and I think it's, you know, it's 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 still very relevant 40 years
1: on. It'd be good if they um, revive this now. So it's yes, minister, yeah. prime minister. What would it would be. it be like yes, something else. Well, I think you could. Still, you
0: could still do the whole idea of a yes, minister thing, where someone going in at sort of, you know, as you say, minister of administrative yeah. affairs, and then working way up, perhaps. Because uh-huh. how many times have we seen it in the last ten years in British politics where someone's come in and you're like where did this person come from? But actually, they've been there a long time. They've worked their way up through the ranks and such and they just happened to be the one that sort of pushed forward. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really good. It's much better than I thought it was oh, going to be. And it's percent. not like I thought it yeah. was going to be bad. I just didn't really have an opinion on it. No. Um, so um, thank
1: you for... We probably wouldn't have got to this one this early. Yep.
0: Yeah, so thank you very much for the yeah. suggestion. Uh, but it does mean we have uh, one more show to do. So we'll score that at the end. Yep. Unless you've got anything else. No, no. That's cool. Um, and the other show was, which I kind of put my hand to, was um, my, one of my favourite actors, uh, very underrated in my opinion, uh, Mr Peter Capaldi, uh, plays a guy called Malcolm... In a show called The Thick of It. The Thick of It. The Thick of It. Du, 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 the the thick, thick of It. it. Um, <laughs> sorry, but that's the first thing that's going to make. There's no theme tune to this show.
1: I've got a, I've got a theory. At all? My theory is because they want this to kind of look documentary-like. They're like, okay, we don't need a theme song for a documentary. We'll just show this as real life. We'll We'll plug you straight into this life. Uh, throw you right in the deep end. You're there in the thick of it with them. There is no music because there's no music oh, time in for real music. Life. Yeah, there's no music in real life. So yeah,
0: but it's very. Uh, this might be the first one we've done where okay. So we now before I finish that sentence, we've done many shows where the theme tune that has become synonymous with the show yeah. was absent in the pilot episode, yeah. but was very evident in two and onwards to the end. We've just checked episode two on Netflix because the whole thing's available there, Yeah, which I only learnt about half an hour and ago. I was like, what, where did you watch after it? I searched, <laughs> after I searched high and low across the internet to find it. Well, you'd think, you'd think typing in the thick of it online you know, would have come Netflix, up yeah. Netflix, especially as I've got a flipping account.
1: There, there's like a website. Thanks, Netflix. I think there's a website called Just Watch or something that I use where you basically type in the name of the show. It'll tell you everywhere it is, streaming. Oh, or, yeah.
0: It yeah. notified me it was on, net, on YouTube oh, right, and okay. Prime. But not on... The, anyway, then might Right, right. Um, we just checked episode two and yep. still can't find it there. There's not even a title, like, page. Yeah. It doesn't even flash up, like, you know, the thick of it. Um, it, Yeah, it's very odd. Even the it end credits, they're just sort of interspersed amongst the last scene.
1: Yeah.
0: It's very odd. There's no I post-production... Think,
1: I think I'm right in saying they just wanted it to feel more real rather than, like, a... Um, like a normal TV show, he wants to be more documentary-like, which comes into play when you see the the camera work. Yeah, as but well. Planet
0: Earth has got music.
1: Yeah, but not like music over the over like credits, and when you're walking down the street, you're not you, you don't hear like do and do 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 do
0: do 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 do
1: do 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 do
0: do 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 all right. So the thick of it. So for those, so those who are unfamiliar with uh, what the thick of it is and um, a and kind of you know, premise of it, uh, similar to Yes Minister, it's 29 minutes long and it has political uh, connections, which is where the suggestions come from. Thank you very much. Um, uh, so you have, i um, trying to think of all the characters now. Right. Um, well, Chris Addison, by the way, first thing to notice, I noticed he was in it. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Chris Addison. It's all right. I mean, his character is fairly sort of secondary in the in the show itself, certainly it gets in the, bigger, doesn't it? in yeah. the part episode. Um, but nonetheless, he's in it, and I didn't know that, so it was quite a nice surprise. Uh, Peter Capaldi, as I've already mentioned, is in this show as well. He plays Malcolm Tucker, who is the uh, what they, was his official title? He's like the. He's like the dog's body for the prime minister. He does all the dirty work.
1: He is uh, the mouthpiece, or something. Yeah,
0: he's the, he kind of he does all the dirty work, all the getting the hands dirty stuff for the PM. All the firing,
1: and hiring, and yeah, the,
0: not in the dodgy sense. In the just that you know, he's the one that kind of uh, gives out instructions and 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 whatnot. Yeah. Um, and Chris Langham, who plays uh, Hugh Abbott, now Hugh is the minister for something similar to the administrative yeah, affairs. Actually, it's quite similar. Um, similar sort of you know sort of thing he, he turns up to work he's he's dropped off at work he arrives um his pa meets him in the foyer they go up the stairs he's whinging about him to do work at home blah 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 uh gets to the top of the stairs and his pa turns and says to him um terry her name is uh she goes um um do you want to take them there um, um malcolm's in there he goes, what malcolm malcolm's in there what in there now what na- now yes he goes right have you got him coffee I thought thought, you were were going to get coffee. What do you you mean? And then they just go... And and (laughs) probably worth at this point mentioning, if you don't like bad language, don't watch this show. Uh, It is untold amounts of swearing in it. Um, But I don't know if you agree with this, not so much that it was inappropriate. I think... Yeah, I just th- on the cusp of being yeah. too much.
1: But then I think in in later seasons, I've seen some of the later seasons, they really lean into the swearing because they're known for the swearing, so I feel like it's a little bit tacked on in the later seasons. But here it just feels normal. I know I've
0: seen a clip of Peter Capaldi, who's play, who plays Malcolm Tucker, having a proper F rant in the back of a taxi, uh, and he properly goes, And pretty much two yeah. out of every three words is an F bomb. Um we yeah. won't be using them here don't panic um so if you've got it on in a speaker sense and the children are nearby don't panic um but anyway so Hugh goes in um and malcolm's on the phone finishing a conversation off um tele- telling whoever it is on the other end that this person's useless um and uh, again i can't use the phraseology in case there's small ears around but he uses <laughs> a very bizarre uh ex- d- <laughs> description of something um as to how useless whoever he's talking about is. Um, it's truly, truly unique. Uh, Hugh comes in, Malcolm hangs up the phone. They start having a chat. They're talking about how there's pressure in the press for Hugh to step down, blah, blah, blah. But but, all right, Malcolm and the Prime Minister himself are big fans, personally Personally, like Hugh, uh, have no problem with him whatsoever um, and absolutely do not want him to stand down. They're very happy with what he's doing. This was something to um,
1: was seen from the yes Minister as well. Yeah,
0: but... You know, can't be seen to be looking weak and there's lots of press on a daily basis about Hugh and how he should step down and so on and so forth. So, um, you know, um, yeah, do it. Do what? Step down.
1: I'm not going to do
0: that. Uh, uh, No, because no, I don't think you understand. Step down.
1: I've, I've, told them. I've,
0: I've already told the lobby that you're stepping down. In fact, I've already written your resignation letter, and I've written the reply from the prime minister to your resignation letter already.
1: It's like, well, I'll, I'll read it.
0: <laughs> it's it's just. I mean, in that first three or four minutes, you immediately understand the dynamic there is between two people mm-hmm. alone in in the government, um, and how this like right hand man to the prime minister dishes out all the all the good and bad. Uh, and has absolutely no tact whatsoever about it
1: zero tact yeah there's a lot of um yeah there's a lot of comparisons with this in in yes minister whereas yes minister is clean yeah it's clean and feels a lot more yeah feels a lot more toned down than this this feels a little bit more realistic where someone's just coming in and just like right you've got to now you've got to like basically throw yourself in front of the the train that's um chugging through this uh, office
0: 2005 just for reference is yeah. the uh 19th of may 20 uh, 2005 uh, the first episode of the thick of it so mm-hmm. this is
1: you know 25 years on it's absurd isn't it it's just, it's just the, the things they have to do they're so absurd like they they, <laughs> they call a press conference in in the school um and you just think, okay, why is it in the school That's yeah the first
0: thing. I, I mean this is no, I, I just, this would be a rant and it would just go on for too long, but it just doesn't make any sense to me, but the, this whole sort of having to be physically in another location all the time, and <laughs> you must be in this place. Why? Yeah. In in this day and age as well, I, I think this is where, um, there's another show I'm watching which I'd like to stick on the list at some point called Designated Survivor, it's got Kiefer Sutherland in it, mm-hmm. it's on Netflix at the moment,
1: yeah, and it's about, about
0: him being president as well. Um... <laughs> And, there's, and and I love the fact they've got a press room in the White House. So if he needs yeah. to make a statement, he just walks down the corridor. The press are pretty much on the on site twenty four seven, and they report back to their their offices. And he just goes on telly and he goes, right, I've got some stuff. So here it is. Yeah. And and there's no like, oh, by the way, I'm going fly to float fly to Colorado, first place I thought of, <laughs> you know, and and do a speech outside of a car sales lot you know oh are we going we're going to san francisco are we okay brilliant where are we going are we going to a rose garden in san francisco right okay no i'm just going to go to the press room down the corridor and get it all done and everyone can watch it on the television set which we invented a hundred years ago and allows everybody to watch it at their wish
1: yeah yeah it seems very everything seems very contrived, and no one seems to have any particular control about everything. It just kind of happens and they, and it's, they're more reactive than proactive it seems yeah um but like the the actual characters involved they're all like neurotic, they're all um seem highly like strong, yeah, and they all seem like they're blagging blagging their job for a living, like no one seems to actually know what they what what they're doing um and I like the fact that they try to leverage um Chris Addison's ex girlfriend, yeah. who was a reporter for a, for a newspaper, to to release something to the, to the press, which later on in the episode they try and retract and and say that it was a um was it a dissenting no a rogue minister
0: a disgruntled employee yeah
1: and then they try to say no so it, the person who said it was a disgruntled employee was a disgruntled so employee so a disgruntled
0: employee has blamed a disgruntled employee yeah. who doesn't exist on releasing this information about a thing which. Isn't happening. Isn't a thing. Yeah. Oh, turns out, by the way, that thing that we said isn't happening, which was created by a fictional disgruntled employee by another disgruntled employee, is actually happening now. So we did say that. That is that is now actually a thing. Yeah. Uh, and what's it called? Um, the Sponge Avengers. <laughs> I'm not making that up. You can have a watch of the episode yourself. It's on Netflix. Um, they use the phrase Sponge Avengers. <laughs> I genuinely laughed out loud. If
1: you, if you, if you had to make a Sponge Avengers, what would the name of the superheroes be? All right, can I think of it? Sulk.
0: Are we trying to do like that? Yeah, or are yeah, gonna, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. I like, I like, we, we go with this.
0: Um, Sp- <laughs> Sp- Sp- sponge Avengers. Okay. Uh, uh... Captain Jamerica.
1: Jam <laughs> oh, you so you going for food sponge?
0: Oh, yeah, I can go for food sponge or or we can go for, like, bath sponge if you want.
1: Captain America, I like that.
0: Are we going for bath sponge as well? Can we we We, 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 we bring in the bath
1: sponge? Okay, so... Uh, No, I'm not good at this. We'll come back to that. Yeah, yeah, we'll come back to to (laughs) Sponge Avengers. (laughs) I can spin a podcast, Sponge Avengers. Sponge Avengers. Uh,
0: But it's a very intense show. It's less funny... Than yes, minister. But then I think it's deliberately not meant. It's not meant to be funny. There are moments of it doesn't have a studio audience, which
1: because studio audience always gives you the indication when to laugh. Here, you're not sure when to laugh or cry.
0: Yeah, we can laugh to something we've mentioned before in the past, and there is a there is an art to it, and some do it better than others. Mm -hmm. That's all we'll say on the matter. (laughs) Yeah, Big Bang Theory. Oh God,
1: that's why you're bottom. It's a bottom. Bottom um yeah so like um overall i mean i mean this kind of episode is a good introduction to the characters to the kind of lies that people have to tell and the lies upon lies upon lies the kind of um the way that they use people around them to try and get what they want um so again it's quite real close to real life um and you can see how it's expanded upon the kind of the structure and the foundation that yes minister gave it it's kind of brought up straight bang. And I'm sure um, Armando Iannucci, uh, who created this and he also created *Anne Partridge and all like that, he used Yes Minister as a template, I reckon, because it is similar.
0: Yeah, there's definitely some uh, borrowed elements of it. But then we've just said about Yes Minister and how it's so good. It's got such clever writing in it, clever creative characters. Yeah. and, and so, and still relatable, you know, it genuinely is still relatable to the to this day. I think so. Um, yeah. And you can see how the thread has continued through. Yes, Minister, in the thick of it, um, with just like the way that try to get policy through. Yeah, you know how like there is a hierarchy of people, and it has to go through the right chain of command, and otherwise, it's never going to happen. Exactly. And so, but there's just some ama- just truly astonishing moments. And we said before we started recording when we arrived at PostPop, that I don't know how close this is to real life. I'm not in politics, as we know, I I do broadcasting and I'm not interested in talking serious anyway, but I'm sitting here and you're talking about how like, you know, the, the nature of sort of going back and forth and not really ever actually achieving anything. And this whole, you know, this, this press conference, which they called to announce this, um, new unit for crackdown on, on fraud. Um, uh, which apparently is now being completely canned as they're on the way to the press conference, then they're then trying to come up with something that isn't anything at all. <laughs> and I'm just thinking, this is W1A all over again.
1: Yeah, it, it must come up all the time, this kind of thing. Um, I mean, and it was this show was so popular that there's obviously an American version called Veep. Um, oh, is that what Veep is about, yeah, is it? Veep's the American version with okay. obviously higher stakes, I guess. Um and yes, yeah, so I like the influence. But I think it all comes back to Yes Minister. I think that is that is the template that this is definitely um, built upon.
0: I'd be interested to see, you know, if anyone listens to this and they know of a show older than Yes Minister that kind of comes from that same shell, that same idea, Yeah. Um, do let us know on Twitter, uh, because we'd like to put it on the list and have a watch of it, and we can definitely, yeah. maybe sort of reference back to this episode when we do get to whatever it is. But yeah, I, I, th- I think you're probably right. And yet... It was probably at the right peak time as well, in February of nineteen eighty, yeah, to be doing yeah. something of that nature. True. Yeah. Um having fun with it means you can get away with certain things. Satire means like, you can, yeah. You know, when you're very deliberately and very obviously addressing things in a satirical fashion, a lot is let slide. Exactly. Whereas the thick of it yeah. I don't think you'd get away with quite as much because they're being they're trying to
1: dramatized but trying to demonstrate how things are perhaps and i think like that line between reality and and fiction is definitely blurred in the thick of it because uh, not only is there no theme song which i think is an intentional move to make you think you're there the the shaky cam makes you feel like you are there walking around these people interacting with these people um and i think the shaky cam was like one of the the main looks of this what people think about when they think Mm. of of it and it wasn't until like a few seasons down where they were like mm, okay we'll, we'll maybe put the camera on a tripod so they started um, they, okay. got, they got the note from uh, the BBC to put up, to actually stop doing the shaky cam too Ste- much bit of steady cam action yeah. in there but I think I think it looked good
0: I think it does uh, went on for four series or technically five um, yeah. with 21 episodes there was only three episodes in series one and two and then they made seven yeah. or eight in season, in series three and four yeah Oh, one one thing I and then there's a special series five
1: somehow yeah one thing I mentioned um, the the look at the look of it, the thick of it, it looks like a, it looks like it was filmed like a documentary because there's grain. Did you notice how much grain there was on the screen? Yes. Um, and like I, that, that doesn't look like real grain. That doesn't look like they use a sixteen millimeter camera. It looks like they filmed Tose produced. Yeah, they put the grain in afterwards, so you can you can kind of tell. But it still looks great. I think it still looks great. Um, but yeah, all right,
0: let's score them. Let's okay. put them against the commandments. All right, um, that. Welcome to the podcast, if it is your first one. We have 10 bits of criteria that we've kind of compiled over the weeks, the early weeks of the podcast, yes. which we put every show against. Um, and out of that, we'll come up with a score each out of 10. Give it a total of 20. So yes, Minister, uh, you're first. Do you want to give it a score? Um, do you want to watch episode two? Yes, I do. I think I do as well. Almost straight away, I was like, oh, I'm going to watch this next. Um, yeah. I feel like it's, well, because it was only half an hour, I could have easily watched two back to back and I wouldn't have been, you know, sort of put out by that. Uh, does it have a memorable theme tune? Yes. Yeah, it was good, actually. Does it mention the title of the show? No, no it's it doesn't. Okay. Um Does it introduce you to a new character or journey? Yes, Both, because it yes. becomes a new member yeah. of the government yeah. um, in that sense. Uh, would you pause for a P? No. No. I don't
1: think so. I don't think I'm that drawn into no.
0: it. No. Do you feel emotionally connected, love or hate with one or more of the characters? <sighs> I almost feel sorry for him. Like I just for think hacker. yeah, for hacker. I think myself he's he's trying hard to do the best of visibility in this wants new to do job. the right thing, doesn't he? Yeah. And I sort of feel a little bit of kind of hatred towards you know appleby because he's yeah. just a snake as you say he's just a slimy git but the
1: interesting thing is i think appleby is doing what's right for the country <laughs> yeah, yeah. and and hacker he's looking like an idealist and he thinks everything should be transparent <coughs> you're <all> right there <laughs> yeah you are speaking so much truth i've choked on it <laughs> yeah. um yeah so sometimes you do need that dark side to kind of do do what's right for the yeah. country so it's mm. an interesting dynamic
0: it is it is okay um would you recommend it
1: definitely absolutely yeah. I, in
0: fact i would probably bang the drum quite hard for this because yeah. i think some people would probably think to themselves no, i'm not watching that thoroughly thoroughly recommend it's it. been a surprise yeah, yeah it really was uh, does it defy expectations 100%, yes yeah. definitely yeah absolutely does has it aged well visually no i don't think it looks great correct yeah but i don't think it's it's dated.
1: The themes are still relevant right yeah, now. And yeah, and there's
0: nothing about the language or the anything, like, because sometimes the older ones, we've said yeah. how, like, it's a bit cringy to watch yeah. nowadays because the what, the, you know, the ways, the connotations and things like that, but it's actually done all right. Um, and there's the hype reel. I don't really know what this came with, hype-wise, back in the day.
1: I think this is recognised as one of the, one of the best uh, British TV shows that we've, that we've produced. Mm. Um, just, I don't hear many people talking about it, but if you look on lists, it's always up there. Yeah. So I think there is some hype for it, but maybe it doesn't reach our. So was that
0: kind of give you an out of ten then? What are you giving it?
1: I'm going to give this a seven point five.
0: It's a good score. I think I'm going to match you. Oh, nice. Yeah, I kind of I, quite, I quite agree with that. Fifteen is a very very good score for this. Yeah. Um, I'm impressed. It's it's not gonna go down in history as one of the greatest pilot episodes ever made. No, not quite. But it's but it's a great start. It's yep. a strong, strong start to a show which clearly was very popular because it went on to being renamed and yep. and continued on from there. But we've got the other show, The Thick of It to do, so same thing goes again. Um would you watch episode two?
1: Yeah. Yes, yeah. I would. yeah.
0: yeah. Maybe not quite as urgently.
1: No. No.
0: Do you have does it have a memorable theme tune? Doesn't even have a theme tune. Looking good dropping in a points. Yeah. Uh, does it introduce you to a new
1: character or journey? Yeah, I don't know if it does. I but, mean, they're I, all new characters to us, but yeah, it's not new to, to the situation. He's
0: leaving. Is that a thing? Is that the journey? Do we are we following him? Or are we following Malcolm? are we following Chris Addison's character?
1: I think we're just dropped in the middle of something rather than... We're dropped in the thick of it. Yeah. We're dropped right in the thick
0: of it, so not necessarily... Boom.
1: I might give him an extra point just for that Okay, for the cleverness. Okay.
0: Uh, Do you feel emotionally connected with one or more of the characters? I don't. No. Uh, I'm not sure I do.
1: They're all, like, not nice people, I think. Some of them...
0: I mean, I I don't know. I guess the thing is, do you feel emotionally connected, love or hate... I quite dislike most of them, and I think maybe I'm not supposed to like any of them at this point. Yeah, I'm not supposed to feel if I'm supposed to feel sorry for Chris Addison's character. I can't remember his name. I don't know if that's really worked, but I definitely think the others are complete arsehats. Yeah, I you know I think I would if I met them in in real life, I would dislike them actively. I'd get up ten minutes early every day just to hate them.
1: Yeah, if 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 I if there was a car crash and they were all in burning cars and I had the opportunity to save them, I. Just walk past. <laughs> Good.
0: Be harsh. Uh Would you recommend it though?
1: Yeah, I would. But there's so many other things I'd I'd, I'd, I'd recommend before this. Mm. I would say.
0: Yeah. Is the, oh, I didn't do mic drop in yes, Prime Minister or yes, Minister. There was no mic drop. And there's no mic drop there. or in thick of it. I think. No. no it's um, it's fairly <laughs> mic dropless.
1: Just things just happen. And yeah. No... Does it defy
0: expectations? Not for me. No. No. I think it was more accessible than I imagined it being. Yeah. Um, but that's all I'm going to say on that. Has it aged well? It's not aged badly?
1: Yeah, and I think, again, 15 years old. The themes are relevant to today.
0: Yep, and is the hype real?
1: I think there's a lot of hype for this show. Yeah. But it's just, it probably met expectations.
0: Yeah, met expectations. Probably the hype's about right, yeah. I think, all told. So, scores then. Yes, Minister. 7.5. Yeah. 7.5 gives it 15. The thick of it, it's all right. <laughs> I'm not offended by it, yeah. but five? Wow, that's quite low. It is low, but I, I, I'm being, I've i no, given it true. five no. points. I have to we, be honest. All the things we've just said about it. Do you want to watch episode two? Yeah, I'd watch episode two. Am I in a hurry?
1: No. Does it have a good theme tune? Not really, because it doesn't exist. <laughs> I'm going to be a little bit more generous and give it 5.5. 5.
0: Okay. So eleven and a half. that's quite low.
1: Yeah, not the greatest score. We haven't given one this low for a while. So no, that's
0: that is down uh, the list somewhat.
1: I know the show probably gets better, but I just need to watch more. Well, of it. this is
0: it. This is this is what we're trying to get. This is exactly the point of the the podcast is to find that perfect first episode. Yeah. Um. And you know, maybe one day when we've discovered that, we'll watch the entire show and do a podcast specifically about that show. Yeah. And see if it improves or. You know, like you know, like when higher or lower.
1: Yeah, yeah. Can't yeah, yeah. play your
0: cards right with Brucey. Yeah. You know, we can do that with each episode and see if it gets better or worse.
1: <laughs> nice. Okay. We can do that.
0: Don't nick the idea, you scoundrel. <laughs> it's our idea. Um, so yeah, there you go. Fifteen and eleven point five. Neither of which are going to bother our top fifty. Um, but I will slot them into the league table alongside the other two hundred plus shows we've done now. Yeah. Um, and I guess we should probably um, see if there are any more shows left to do. Are there?
1: I think there's two more. Is there two more? There's two oh, that's all right. more. That's
0: perfect, because then we can do it next week. So, oh, cool. Okay. So, um, I'm trying to think what they are. Oh, I think I've got one. Um, yeah. Blacklist. I've never seen Blacklist, but it's always, Have you not?
1: it always pops up on either Amazon or Netflix. Yeah,
0: it's a good one. Um, What's Blacklist about? Uh, it's Right. So, it's um, Inside Job... Uh, Government spy agency, sort of FBI thing, working with a well-known criminal because he's got connections in the underworld. Uh, they He helps them solve things in it's the amongst it. He's sort of time. crimey, yeah, crimey. Uh, don't start singing Justin Timberlake. Crimey <laughs> River, <laughs> uh, yeah. So crime thriller ish. Um. Well, my-
1: I think I've, uh, There's only one
0: more show, right? So what is oh, it? Oh yeah,
1: well the only other show is you. <laughs> is you, which is on Netflix. Um, I wish I've seen a couple of episodes. Have of. Uh, you? About three or four, actually. Okay, I've not seen it yet, but everybody <coughs> tells me it's brilliant. Everyone's been telling me, Jed, you'll love this show. Yeah. Why? What's it about? It's about a crazy stalker guy that like like is a killer. And works in a bookshop. Yeah. So and like, why, why did you recommend it to me? Oh, no reason, Jed. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, so I'll watch it and see uh, what they think. Yeah. All right.
0: Blacklist, I know I've been watching on Now TV, or Sky, if you've got it in the UK. Oh, um, I'm now sure TV. it's probably available on most of the, some, one of the streamings. If
1: it's on Sky, I've got Sky as well.
0: It's probably on right? Prime or Netflix. Please have a look, and, and, and if you see it somewhere else and it's not available, then we can share it around and yeah. whatnot via Twitter. Um, but I know that You is on Netflix. Okay. Um,
1: yeah, and You use on Netflix, I've seen it.
0: So... Uh, yeah, all right, Blacklist versus You. If people want to suggest shows like the wonderful uh, M. Smalley or Ms. Malley uh, has suggested these two shows this week, uh, especially if you come up with a combo, that's awesome. Um, if you come up with two shows like this, which you can compare like that... Yeah,
1: make them match a little bit, which will be more handy. Any, any link.
0: Them. I mean, actually, what we've got sort of crimey sort of dramas next week. Um, stop it. You know, something like that works. They don't have to be the same era. They don't have to yeah. be... Um, maybe they've got the same lead actor something like that you can have any link and you can let us know on Twitter it's probably the best way Jed
1: find me on Twitter at Jed Shepard J-E-D-S-H-E P-H-E-R-D
0: and I'm on Twitter at The Jellyman that's T-H-E-E Jellyman
1: yeah without the yeah of course
0: (laughs) Uh, so let us know what what you're watching and we'll review it on the pilot podcast in the near future
1: that just leaves me to say see you later alligator in a while crocodile